Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Brother Bob's back. What's happening? Coffee Mike's back. Hey guys. No nickname Carl's back. Hello. Schmedium Mike. How you doing? And Sean came back to us. What's up? Just a shade under a decade. (laughs) (laughs) And Carl, will you read our Bible verse for us? Yes, sir. It's Psalm 86, verse 12. I will give thanks to you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify your name forever. So with our past holiday that we just recently had was Thanksgiving. But I think most importantly, talking about thankfulness. Like, what are we thankful for? And just like our verse and other verses in the Bible, we should be thankful all the time, every day, every minute. And it sounds so, so simple. But somehow we screw it up so, so bad. (laughs) Daily. Every day, yep. I'll start off because I just got done with something, and, and I think it really reflect reflected on my heart, like what I was feeling thankful for, and that's a God that'll take me back every time I screw up, no matter how many times, no matter how often, no matter how many times in a day, mm-hmm. I'll screw up. He's still there just waiting with open arms. That's the biggest thing I'm thankful for. It's a, it's a key one. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So how many times would? It, it's funny to me when you're when you're saying something like that to someone else to hopefully help them get it. Yeah. And and it's it, it, and they, it could be talking to a wall because it's just bouncing right back on into you. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No crud, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. saying it to them so they get it, and then something the reverse happens, and it's like oh, yeah. the light switch goes off for you to actually get it, and like. Mm-hmm. How many times did we say, like, going out and ministering to people, like, it's all for them, we thought, but then, like, when it was whatever we were doing was all said and done, then it was like, yeah, I learned more, I think, from that experience than they might have. Sean, Bob, Carl, Mike? I guess, I mean... I'm thankful that he allowed me to live through some of the stuff that I used to do when I was younger because he knew he had a plan for my life. And, you know, I'm really thankful for the people that he's put in my life that has given me that direction. You know, if it hadn't been, if it hadn't been for them people praying for me and trying to direct me in the right path, there's no telling where I'd be, you know, and I'm, I'm really thankful for my wife because if I hadn't married her, there's really no telling where I'd be. I may not even be alive. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real. I got the same thing, Bob. <clears throat> yep. My wife, I was a little more than rough around the edges. She took a big home to me, <laughs> you know, and tried to make me round. A little too round at times, but... <laughs> I'm thankful for her. <laughs> she just smoothed out them edges. That's right. They were pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah. I think so. That's a good point. Because I'm thankful for a lot if we're saying it out loud. Right? Like, 
the hard times that I experienced that I made for myself. Mm -hmm. And now I can pass on that wisdom. I don't know if it's wisdom or, hey, don't be like stupid Ronnie, right? Like, (laughs) I learned from that mistake. I guess that's more so it, like, thankful for learning from past mistakes instead of doing it over and over and over again and then patiently waiting on me to actually get it right once and be like, yeah, it is dumb. Yeah. And my wife. Like, I'm thankful for her because I was really in a dark, dark spot. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any of us here that can't say that and it can't Imagine where our life would be if we didn't have our wives. Mm. No way. Mm. I mean, I can only imagine the amount that my wife prayed for me. I mean, yeah. I'm thankful. It's even still. See, I'm thankful she was able to restrain herself from killing me. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, I just experienced something a day ago. I won't get into the details on, but the spirit woke, woke Steph up, my wife, in the middle of the night, at midnight, and prompted her to pray. And then something happened 45 minutes after that, and I'll be honest, if I didn't have her there praying with me and over me to get me through that attack, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I would have weathered it. I'm very thankful for her. Sean. I'm just thankful he never gave up on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and still doesn't give up on me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you know, when you think you're doing it right, sometimes you're still doing it wrong. Yeah. But so thankful that, you know, he's a God of second chances, third chances, fourth chances. But, um, you know, thankful the fact that, you know, Jesus himself came from heaven at the right hand of the Father to live a human life that he didn't have to do mm-hmm. yep. so that we could have a relationship that we don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That we neglect. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's nothing we can do to earn it. Mm-hmm. You can't buy it. Nope. It's just freely there. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so cool about the imagery that you bring up, too, because I just saw somebody pointed out today, actually, that, that the Most High calls Jesus his right hand. So it's almost like a picture of the father cutting his own hand off mm-hmm. just to rescue us when we deserved it so little. It's just awesome. Did you want to talk about the verse? Do you want to talk about the verse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always the one that does that, ain't I? Yeah. You're slacking tonight, so that's why. I, tonight. Well, you, you know, started going into being thankful, and I was like, oh. I'm yeah, because you know, honestly, the the gratitude part of it is is where I'm at because if it wasn't for him we'd, we'd be nothing mm-hmm. right I mean for like Sean said you know he come out of heaven to come to this broken world to show us how to live in this world and to show us what we need to do in this world but yet he still died on that cross and took all the sins with him mm-hmm. yep. and that's past present and future all we got to do is freely like Sean said it's a free gift all we got to do is just freely accept it you know and and pretty much that you know 
this verse, this verse talks about that, you know, right, right off the giga with all my heart, I will praise you, O Lord, my God. So, you know, and that should come out of our mouth every day, every second. I mean, the whole day long. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just be get up out of bed and be like, oh, thanks, God, or thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, we should jump up out of that bed and be like, oh, hey, Lord, thank you for this day. What can I do to serve you? Mm-hmm. That's where we should be. That's where you give him the thankfulness, and that's where all the that's where you start praising him is when you start serving him. That's that's the best thing we can do is just serve our great master. You mentioned it as, as a free gift. I want to add an additional verse to that to that effect. It's Isaiah chapter sixty one verse ten, and it says, "I will rejoice greatly in the Lord." My soul will exult in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. He has. He does that. Right? He wraps us in a robe of righteousness. He decks us out with salvation. He does that for us, not because we're so good, because we earn it, because we do all the right things and check all the right boxes, or because we love him so great, it's because he loves us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. In this broken world where everything's give it to me now, me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. You said it, the world. The world. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what the world wants to do. We're still like that. We are. No, we are, yeah. yeah. For as much as we say we're thankful for it, we're also so ungrateful. Mm-hmm. We take it for granted that, you know, we still want to do what we want to do. Yeah. So. And that's, the thankfulness isn't the norm, really. Mm-hmm. It's the me, 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 greedy, what ungratefulness. You, what what have you done for me lately? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We tend to fall in love with the blessings more than the blessing giver. Right. Mm-hmm. Far too frequently. Mm-hmm. Well, we expect the blessings yeah. to come just because we did something. Yeah, we done something. whatever that. You know, yeah, whatever something. that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, you fill in the blank. I done this. Fill in the blank, and God blessed me with that. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Honestly, that's the main. That's the mainstream church thinking right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, do this, and God's going to bless you so many ways. You're right, Bob. I went to a church long ago in St. Charles. The pastor actually stood on the church, uh, on on the stage with a grain shovel, had actual grain on the the stage. And he says, if you want to, what do you want to receive from God? He took a big grain, you know, shovel of the grain. He said, if you give to God with a grain shovel, you get back with a grain shovel. Then he took a little bitty uh, tablespoon. He said, if you give God this much, that's how much you get back. It's not biblically correct. But they were in a big building built, you know, a fundraiser type thing. And I thought, man, what a way to divert the word. I get that. But what, what what did he say about the lady that put her last penny in the offering plate? She gave more. Than all them other ones give. Because she gave all she had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I get what you're saying, yeah. You know, it's, it's it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Right. It, it does not. And it says countless times, 
over and over, right? We shouldn't be looking for rewards here anyway. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because if we do... As we've been told many times, you don't get to take it with you. Yeah. And honestly, you shouldn't want to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're looking for your reward here, then... Looking at the wrong place. Yeah. Right. Not a very high this reward. Is, this is what I always said before I was saved. I always told my wife and my mom, I'm like, there's going to be a U-Haul behind my hearse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that stuff with me. Yep. So untrue. We, we come in this world naked, we're leaving naked. Yep. The only, actually, that's really incorrect. We're going to leave naked, but we're actually going to leave with our salvation if we accept it. Mm-hmm. So, I read a story once about a guy that was so into his material life that when he died, he says, I want you to bury me with my money, all of it, leaving his wife destitute. So she wrote him a check <laughs> and put it in the coffin. Mm-hmm. He left with all his money. All he's got to do is cash it. That's right. <laughs> Completely legal. Filed the will and everything. Here's your money. That's the mentality of even far too many believers, though. What, what can we get right him, right? I think if, if, if we could take all of our prayers in our life from beginning to end and put it into a pie chart to compare the times that we thanked him to the times that we asked him for something, oh. we'd come away ashamed. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Totally ashamed. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the genie in the bottle yep. mentality. Yeah. Get that lamp out. Start rubbing that lamp so God will pop out and fix your problems. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be thankful when the sun's shining. Yeah. yeah. The birds it's are really chirping. to be thankful when things are in turmoil. Yeah. When you're in the valley oh. and you're walking it and there's no sun in sight. Right. And, you know, really, that's when we need to be the most thankful. Right. Because you, un- you understand when we're in that valley... There's a refinement going on. There's a lesson to be learned. God is teaching us something through that. And he wants us to understand that. So, you know, where it says, you know, even when we're in our darkest valley, our light needs to shine so bright. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it here. Like our darkest valley might not even be midnight in somebody else's darkest valley. right. Right, it just might be seven, eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So, just may be the sun going down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was going to say, I know my uh, my darkest is some people's daylight savings time. Right. I mean, you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it's like, wait, already? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah. you know, it's one of the things I think that we do wrong too is think that ours is the absolute worst. And we never, you know, never look on the other side of that coin or whatever to to really put it in perspective. Right. You know. Yeah. And then that's very true. You know, we always gotta we always gotta tell ourselves, you know, there's somebody out there that's way worse off than us. Mm-hmm. And there is. I mean, come on. There's mm-hmm. way more people way worse off than us. Right. And them's the ones we're supposed to be helping. Them's the ones we're supposed to be picking up right along with our brothers and sisters. Absolutely. And we're so emotionally driven that we can't get past ourselves, right like whatever insert problem here right and then that's the only thing that you can focus on and it could be something mundane but then 
you're venting or going crazy on somebody else and their problem could be 10 times worse than what you are and they're doing it with a smile on their face just to try to help you out mm-hmm. and at that moment you have to self reflect a lot because if you're going through it somebody else is going through it too but somebody else might be going through something way worse than what you are absolutely it's like we talked about like I think a couple months ago was uh, maybe it was off topic or whatever but like somebody was having financial issues and the the guy came to the older gentleman who was just living like you wouldn't have known that he had a penny to his name right and he was like just go out to the refrigerator that's not working and just grab a paper bag and the person was like you don't understand like I'm not going to be able to pay my bills and blah 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 and he was like just go to the to the basement or wherever the refrigerator was take a brown paper sack and just it's, it is what it is and I was like brown paper sacks full of hundred dollar bills and like and then like later they asked like what was the most enjoyment that that guy got out of giving and he was like I just the conversation that I had for 20 minutes because I sat here all week and haven't had one besides with myself and God right like he didn't care about the sacks of money he didn't care about the fancy cars in the driveway or the ceiling falling down on him right it was just that human interaction that he got to have with somebody it wasn't the oh look at me I have sacks of money hidden away or in this case it was in a broke down refrigerator right but like and I helped this person and I can go help this person and I'll go help this person it was more of the the one on one and we don't do that often enough really we do not I mean A I would love to I don't have sacks of money to give you guys sorry but I'd give you sacks of candy I, some, I guess I, but. Say, I got some brown sacks I ain't got nothing in them yeah. <laughs> flat as they are in the grocery store but. <laughs> but if you think about you at your worst and that one conversation that you had with whoever that made that worst interaction maybe not a lot better but a, just a little bit like it, it made that impact on you I always try to multiple because you know me like I'm the one upper guy right so like how that made me feel is how I want to be in somebody's life when they're at their lowest point to be the blessing to be the blessing right you know, I'm going to go hokey for a minute here though and uh so normal yeah <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys that I'm thankful for you guys I think far too often we don't say things like that and the last few weeks it's really been on my heart and uh 
each and every one of you guys makes me want to be a better Christian, a better man, a better father, a better husband, and uh, definitely a better, better, better brother in Christ. And I think that that has been so uplifting for me to have that desire and just to see the example and kind of, you know, go off of that example to see that that's how I want to be better. You know what I mean? It's It's been huge. And to know that if I had a derailment, you know, in my life that I could just turn to any one of you and say, I need prayer. I need somebody here right now, whatever it is. And it would happen is, I mean, and, and I've, I've said this before, but like, I, you know, without ever knowing before, it's something I've looked for my entire life mm-hmm. and, and never had. And to, to actually have it and to have it with, I get a bunch of guys that get nothing out of it that are just there just because they're there and they care because it's amazing. So you're even thankful for Sean's? Yeah. Okay. When when he's here, never once a decade. You're even thankful for old Tink Tink over there. <laughs> he's thankful for him, not the Tinky that tink goes tink. on. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say something very similar. You know, I'm, I've spent so long isolated, and man, that's a killer. And, uh, to be in a group like this, and you know, Bob knows the enemy took a heavy swing on me the last couple of days to knock me down. And the way the the way the Most High really built me back up was was two things. That that thing I mentioned, Sean, with the right hand. For some reason, that stuck in my mind, and you mentioned that. And the other thing was was a devotion I read encouraging you to praise, right? To praise more, spend more time praising and thanking as opposed to asking mm-hmm. for things, right? Yeah. And one of the things that encouraged you to do was to praise him with the... the You see in Scripture where he reveals himself by his attributes to his servants, and then they, they call on him by those attributes like it's a name. So to find that attribute that applies to you and call out that name and think you really hit me with the past couple weeks was word for word the God that takes us back. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned that tonight, and that's reminded me that of that today, I'm the God that takes you back. Yep. And then you bring that up, and this is this, it's just an example of how when you have this brotherhood, how it can lift you up when you need it the most. When when the enemy brings you as low as he can bring you, and how the most high will move in with the people he's put in your life to, to pull you back up out of that pit again, or keep you from falling into that pit to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. It's right. awesome. Yeah. But that's what community is for. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's why God says, he tells us that we should have people like that. And then he tells us that we need to corporately worship. I mean, when you got 50, 60 believers that are worshiping all at the same time, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty magnificent. Mm-hmm. But on a personal note, when you got guys that are sitting around and, and praying for each other for a personal stuff, that's really magnificent too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm just, I'm really glad that he allowed me to be a part of that. You know, cause I, I was like Carl, I used to, I used to not want friends. Mm-hmm. I used to not trust people. Yeah. I used to not open up to people. And if I don't, you know, and then there's probably certain peoples that I probably still wouldn't open up to, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's 
time wired, time built, mm-hmm. but God's working on it. So mm-hmm. I'm a work in progress. Right. It was that, we all, it was that motto. Again, I think it's one of those things too that you have to see that you have to you have to be at a point where you allow God to speak that into your heart, yeah. and see it yourself, yeah. but also see the progression He's brought you through. Absolutely, and because, I mean, also the first you know, time you've been here, right to now, right. You know, yeah. I'm sure you were ready to cut chase. You didn't even want to be here the first time. No, <laughs> and then just to, you that's know, a lot. Of, I'm like, I'm after doing that, you know, a podcast. Yeah, me talking on a podcast, right? Or let alone opening up, yeah, being vulnerable, any right. of those things. Yeah, that was the hard thing was opening up. You know, of course, there's still a lot of things that I haven't opened up about, and I probably won't. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. just to be transparent. Mm-hmm. There's probably things I will never talk about. Yep. But uh, you know. Being around all you guys and being a part of the group with you all, he has he has showed me that I can trust people and I can tell them things that are real personal and yeah, you guys won't judge me for it. You won't you know you won't rebuke me harshly for it because of my mess ups, but you'll pick me up and you'll pray for me and you'll love on me. So yeah, that's you know that that's. Where God has taken, you know, He's He's furthered me that way in my walk, showing that I do got people that I can trust for stuff like that. Yeah. To piggyback on what you said, like my motto was, I didn't need that many friends because the more people I let in, the more people that could let me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that I could let down. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 So if you kept that count small. That's minimal that you have to fail. Minimal, minimal damage all the way around. I just finished a Bible study on getting closer to God, and, and we have a lot of acquaintances throughout our lives. Oh yeah. But a true friend is the one who will love first. That is your true friend, and that's what you look for—people that's going to love you first, no matter what. Yep. And that's, I hope that I can be that same guy that I can love first instead of. Right. You have. And you have. I have. I mean, you, you know, know, like I said, God's, God's taken me a long ways. No, absolutely. Long ways. But, yeah. So, I mean, you know. And even hearing it, hearing us saying you have. I'm sure there's times in your head that you're like, nope, I didn't do it that time. Nope, I didn't do it that time. Well, guarantee it. Just because I know if you guys said that to me, that's how I would be. I'd be like, nope, there's that one time. And that one time's what really matters up here. Yeah. You know, like, what do you think, Coffee Mike? A lot to think about. I kept hearing everything I was hearing came back to love. So I, I guess really that's the greatest thing I'm thankful for is love. Love of friends, love of Christ. Think how cold the world would be if there was no one to turn to. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Think about how cold your world was when there wasn't. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And I mean. <clears throat> just to sit back and think about that, it just kind of blows you away. Because I'm very guilty of getting in my own head. A lot. And opening those doors so I can get beat up. I guess I enjoy it. I don't know. But when you focus on the pure love 
Because I, I mean, he like like Sean said, he came down here, went through all those trials, and I'm talking about Jesus, and then died on the cross to save me personally. Me, who's got that kind of fortitude? No one. I'm thankful for that. And, you know, make this cold world a little brighter. That ember that burns. Keeping me warm. That's what I'm thankful for. I guess that's also my final final thought. That's cheating. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no doubling up. What he's saying is he's already said enough. <laughs> exactly. Well, Sean, you got anything to add before we pull the needle off the record? I jumped the gun, Sean. I'm just, I'm just thankful you guys let me come back after a decade. <laughs> hey, you didn't, you didn't hit the decade yeah. mark, so we're good. Shade under. <laughs> I'm just thankful for the trials. You know, if it wasn't for the trials, because sometimes there's no joy without no trials. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. James says, you know, find joy in the, in the adversity. What's your favorite Bible story, Ronnie? <laughs> What's your favorite Bible story? The fiery furnace. Yeah. So, what was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego doing? Or were they not doing it according to King Nebuchadnezzar? Right. Right. Yeah. And what did they tell him? That they weren't. So they were going to do it. Mm-hmm. We're going to praise God, whether he, he whether says, he does, whether he does or he doesn't. Say yeah. me. We're going to praise him anyway. Well, yeah, because they already knew either way they was going home. Yeah. One way or the other, they was they was safe. So I'm thankful for the trials. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that, and that brings up a good point because. Uh, Man, if we don't have trials in our life, are we really trying to follow Christ? I don't think so. I really don't think we're really in the Father into the into Christ if uh, if we don't have some kind of trials or anything like that. See, I'd have to flip that a little bit. If we don't see the trials, are we really following Christ? There you go. You know, because I mean, I think it takes Christ to give you that perspective mm-hmm. to be able to stand back and say. All of this is I see you getting me through. It wasn't me. Yeah. You know, it was you getting me through it. You were there beside me that whole time. Every time at my darkest, my deepest, everything, you were there. Yep. And for no other reason than you wanted to be. Very true. Well, let's pull the needle off the record then. Final thoughts, unless... We know Coffee Mike already shot Coffee, the gun. Coffee Mike already, already, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> he already decided he was done. Yeah. Until something else sparks. Until something else sparks. Around them. Well, I'm going to go on with verse 13 because it, it actually, you know, it actually shows what he absolutely done for us. It says, for your love for me is very great. You have rescued me from the depths of death. So, you know, that that's saying, hey, man, God, you love me that much that you rescued me from the depths of death. Mm-hmm. You sent your son here. So, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you need to fall to your knees 
And you need to get that personal relationship going with Jesus Christ. The one who actually saved us. Get that personal relationship going. Talk to Him. Pray to Him. Bring your troubles to Him. Bring your anger to Him. He wants you to bring everything to Him, no matter what it is. Small, great, whatever. Just keep that first and foremost on your mind. Bring it all to the foot of the cross. And then leave it there when you walk away. Got something to add, Coffee Mike? Are you done? I'm done. You're done, done? You're sticking to it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's the story. Stick it. Sean? My final thought is Philippians 4 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Yes. Medium Mike. So much. Thankful just doesn't seem like a big enough word to me. Um, it just, I mean, it's so many emotions and so much feeling and so much love in it and everything. It just doesn't, that one word doesn't, it just seems like it should be a paragraph and nothing but words and, and what would I feel for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I think everybody obviously is right. And I think that what something Carl said too is, we have to make sure that we give that appreciation up to him, you know, and not just in prayer, right. but in what we do and in how we treat his other children. I'm going to go and then I'll let you go, Carl. Okay. <laughs> because you're not going to steal my thunder. No, just kidding. I know how this works. I've seen... Past episodes, how this one works. Watch so, tape. <laughs> yeah, I too am gonna pick a Bible verse though, and it's gonna be a Psalm sixty nine thirty, and it says, "I will pray God's name in song and glorify Him with thanksgiving." Yeah. Like, there's no extra words in there. There's no "I will do this if," hmm. "I will do this because," like it's just "I will do this." Period. Now you can go, sir. (laughs) Isaiah chapter 9 verse 2 says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. I spent so much of my life just pursuing things and what I could get from him and spent so much time just being thankful for this stuff. I think what I'm really thankful for now is just his presence. You know, you said, Bob, that you you taught the kids this Sunday a, a bullet list on the things that they were thankful for and crossed this off. Are you still thankful? And it, it reminded me of something I had seen before, similar to that. If, if, if you didn't have all the things you thought you were thankful for and all you had was him, would you still be thankful? And I think I'm finally at a place where I could say yes. I'm ashamed to say that it took me this long to get there. And I'm ashamed to say that he had to allow me to feel what it might feel like to not have his presence, to understand how thankful I should be for that presence. I uh, I came across this book called Reflections of a Turtle. And the, pres- the, the premise of it is from the perspective of a turtle who spends his whole life walking in the grass and all he can see is just a few inches in front in the sky above. And he comes across a road, a highway. 
well, it's a turtle, so he doesn't understand what it is, right? But he gets out on the highway and he thinks, this is amazing. I can see so far now. I can see ahead. You know, I've got this freedom now. And he, and he encounters a car, right? And the car terrifies him. Of course, he runs off the road and, and he writes and this the turtle ran? He, well, he, as, as much as a turtle can. All right, just checking on this. He, 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 he moseyed slowly off the road and survived somehow. He put a quick foot under the shell. Correct. Okay. But then the premise is he writes this letter to tell his story. And this is an excerpt from that. Someday you too may encounter someone or something unlike anything you've ever known and your world will get shaken. What has this adventure taught me, you ask? It has taught me that life can be quite unpredictable and that the hardest things in life often turn out to be blessings in disguise. Wandering out onto that never-ending slab of rock has made me a wiser, stronger, and more courageous turtle. And it has also made me realize how short and how precious a gift life truly is. But most important of all, this experience brought God back into my life. I confess that I had drifted away from God to the point of totally ignoring him. God definitely got my attention that day. And I think sometimes it's the four P's principle. This is me talking. No, it's not the, the letter anymore. <laughs> it's not the turtle. No, this, is, this is Carl again. A turtle can really write. Carl, it's Carl Turtle. <laughs> a turtle Carl. There it is. No, they're not. <laughs> the four P's. We want his promise. We want his protection and we want his provision, but often that comes with neglecting his presence. And that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Israel learned that hard lesson when they strayed away from him and they, they kept the promise, they kept the protection, they kept the provision, but they lost the presence. And it took that for them to learn that the presence was all they really should have ever wanted. That should have been enough for them. And sometimes he allows scary things to enter into our life or even the enemy, the wolf, to nip at our heels to teach us when we stray away from the presence that we never should have strayed to begin with. We should have been content there. I'm going to finish up with this says in Isaiah 9 starting in verse 6. It says, For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us. Remember, this is for those who are walking in darkness who strayed. And the government will rest on his shoulders and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. And I would add another name, the God who takes us back. Even when we stray, even when we wander and we forget how important his presence is, he's right there to take us back. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's my final thought. All right. Join us on our Facebook group, Broken Record Ministries. If you want to dig in deeper, that comes out every Saturday morning with Carl and Chris and Sonny and Micah too, sometimes. Normally. Normally, yeah. We have a couple other podcasts coming down the pike, so look for that as final touches are being made for that. Um, if you want to reach out to us and just talk to us, tell your story, ask questions, whatever you want to do, email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. 
We are also on YouTube, so you can go there. I think there's other plans besides just um, having the audio version of the podcast being put on there, like shorts and things. Um, Mike, you're the last one here tonight, so you know what that means. I did leave first. (laughs) (laughs) Lord our God, we just come to you humbly and thank you. Thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. who died for our sins so that we don't have to. And thank you for being the God that takes us back each and every time. Let us never be boastful in anything that we do, but let us go out and do your will in our lives and in everyone's lives around us. Thank you. We honor you. We praise you and we love you. And it's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and until next time. Welcome to Ministry. Catch on the flip side.